In this podcast we're going to be talking about crossing the River Jordan and claiming the promised land for the Joshua generation. And so the day had finally come. It was the 22nd of April, 2020. And after seven days of seeking the Lord about the new wine, I went with my family and we went down to the river that I was baptised in, higher up the river course, near to where we were living. And we parked the car by a bridge. And my family went down one side of the river to wait for me. And I walked back across the bridge from where we had parked. And I climbed over the wall, hopped down into a field. And the field had been ploughed. There was a portion of that had been ploughed. And I walked through there to where some trees were. And stood looking out across the river to the other side. Behind me stood a community centre. As I stepped out into the water, I was expecting to find something solid beneath my feet. Maybe stones or, or rocks or the bank of the river. Instead I found a huge, big, deep pile of mud. So my foot went straight down into mud a couple of feet. So much so that I thought um, my footwear and stuff was going to get stuck. You see, I had to wear the old shoes to cross the river. And so the mud went up past the knee, and my leg was kind of stuck there. There was only one option left to do, and that was to jump in. So I jumped in, and I began to swim in the cold water, taking deep breaths, going across. And so I reached the other side, and on the other side I found a rock. And I was able to put my foot on the rock and lift myself up out. And um, I went off then to find a place in the woods nearby in the trees to change my clothes and then came back to the river to wash my feet and then I put on the new shoes knowing that it symbolized the new wine and then we sat as a family and had a feast later on that night I I wrote out a declaration dear Joshua generation look and see the step made stand on it and climb over that wall that you face step by step to the plowed field where flowers bloom And look upon the Jordan. You were baptised here but never crossed over. The time has come. Forty years in the desert and now it's time to cross over. With the community standing behind you. And he stepped forth. Your feet may sink into the deep mud. But it's not time to walk, it's time to swim. And watch as those ripples go out across the water and across the nations. And on the other side your feet will find rock and stand on it. Now take off those old garments and receive your new mantle. Take off those old shoes which have been split and broken and put on the new shoes, those dipped in the new wine. And now the path lies ahead, but first come and feast at the Lord's table and bask in his glory. Sound the trumpet, that ancient trumpet from Joshua 5. All the people that came out had been circumcised. But the people born in the desert during the journey had not been circumcised. After they had been circumcised, they remained where they were in camp until they were healed. And then the Lord declared over them, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. And I crossed over the river, it wasn't just me. It wasn't just for my life. It was symbolic of my generation crossing over. There were some people that I'd been on a Zoom call with and they had uh, said they wanted to stand with me in prayer on this day. There were some people in other nations, in Europe and, and also over in States. 
and they stood with me in prayer as I took that journey across the river. It was only on a later call talking to one of the ladies called Barb that she explained to me that 40 years ago one million believers had gone to Washington in the States to pray for revival. And her words to me were, we did not cross over. And when I looked up and found this on, on the internet and researched, now this is after I crossed over, and searched on the internet and I found that it was almost 40 years to the date, it was out by maybe two or three days, 40 years previous to me crossing that river, the previous generation had their opportunity and did not cross over. It was at the height of the Jesus movement and they did not cross over. And now here I was stepping forth to claim it for my generation. We have crossed over into the promised land. Praise God. Praise God. people had crossed over there was a change specifically in sustenance in the desert they were given the manna and they were always searching for food they're looking for meat to eat and water to drink they were always asking of moses when are we getting their next portion of food but the manna was there every day but they had to go out and gather and bring it in but when they crossed over into the land and they went from the river up to gilgal that's when they dedicated their hearts they were circumcised the reproach of egypt was removed from them but that's when their manna stopped and instead they were to eat the produce of the land. You can't come from the desert season into the promised land and expect us to eat manna. There's a change of sustenance. And for the Israelites who were crossed over, they needed to go out and defeat the enemy and get the spoils of battle. That's where their provision came. When they conquered new territory, then they got the farmlands and etc. But I feel also that there's a mantle to be released. So I was praying then on my birthday, Lord, what is this mantle? Is it ready? Am I ready? How do I wear it? I asked the Lord for help and understanding. And he took me to Second Kings chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them apart. He picked up the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. So here we see that Elisha had to remove his old clothes, the things that had been with him previously, what he had carried with him previously. To take that new mantle, he had to let go of the past. Just as when I crossed over the river, I had to change my clothes, I had to take off the old shoes. Those shoes went in the bin and I, I never wore them again. And here Elisha is now shed the old and he's taken on the new and he's now standing at the bank of the river. And there comes a time for that, that testing of the mantle that the Lord has given us. And the word here used for mantle is Adoreth, Strong's number 155. And it means glory, magnificence, speaks of the vine. Mantle, a cloak, a robe, also means splendid. In Ezekiel seventeen eight, it says, "Planted in good soil by abundant water, so that would produce branches, bear fruit, and become a splendid vine." The same word there, splendid, is the same word adoreth. 
So this mantle is about being that vine, planted in good soil. You have the flow of water. You're going to bear fruit. What I find interesting as well about Elisha when he was seeking that mantle is that he's told to keep his eyes in the right place. Keep your eyes up on heaven lest you miss where it falls. If you're not keeping your eyes on the Lord on heaven and what he's doing, you're going to miss your mantle. You're going to be so distracted by the world, so distracted by religion, so distracted by the flesh, that you're going to miss the mantle. It's not what I want, it's not what you want. It's so easy to, to look in the wrong place. We can think, oh, if I say something, or a clever post on a social network, a clever picture or mem that gets people talking. Well, forget all that. The ripples don't go out over social networks. The ripples the Lord has given you to make in the river are to go out in the spiritual realm. What does it matter if people never hear it? If people never see what you do? As long as you're doing what the Lord has told you to do. You have been looking for the effect in the wrong place. It's time for that change. You need to have your vine in the good soil, in the good water, producing branches, producing fruit, good fruit. Lord, since crossing over, I don't know how to be or how to pray, except that the deep desire to meet with you remains. Help me, Lord, to walk worthy of you, for I feel unworthy. Thank you, Lord, for your words of encouragement that you sent to me. And by the way, it comes. I have so many heart issues, but I submit to you for circumcision. Lord, have your way. I trust in you. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Everything I was doing in ministry before now seems as though it is nothing and to be left behind. Now there is just you and what you guide me to do. Prevent me, Lord, from trying to put you or this back into a box. I don't want it to be just another failed attempt. Help me, Lord. It's only by your strength that this can be done. Help me, Lord. Give me a picture of the new. Let it serve as an example, as what to do for you now. If it is just to remain at your feet, if it's just to be silent, if it's just to seek you, I am willing, Lord. If it's to go out and be a messenger, I am willing. If it's to go to the cities and fight, I am willing. If it's to go to the nations with your message, Lord, I am willing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness all who keep his covenant and obey his commands. Lord, I just lay everything before you. I accept, Lord, that the portion you give me is my lot. I will seek no other. I will not seek the mantle of another. I will not seek the calling of another, gifting of another. But just to seek you, Lord, and accept what you give me. I accept the race that you have asked me to run. I accept the oil and the wine and the grain that you give me. I accept that I need to go higher with you like the deer and be secure in you. That as I go, wherever I go, to bring the kingdom with me, to be led by you, to have peace in my heart, and to seek your righteousness. Because the end time harvest is here, I accept the journey you've brought me on, the stripes, all the bad things that have happened, have been a cause for me to become who you have shaped me to be. And I accept that I need the right wine, that it's seeded, so that it has the right contents to produce what you need to be produced in me. I hear the call of the bride. You are looking for the bride. You are seeking the bride. I also accept you as the foundation of everything I do. May you be the imprint and the pattern established in all my life, everything I do. And I also accept that I have to kick in the right way. 
taking all the fat and putting it on the altar, taking all the excess, putting it on the altar, taking everything I have that's good, putting it on the altar, laying it down before you. And I also accept I need to take off my shoes. I need to find that standing place, that meeting place with you and maintain it to always go to the doorpost to seek you. I accept all these things, Lord, because you've shown me the pattern, Lord. I accept that I need to cast away my old clothes and embrace the new mantle, Lord. And I pray, Lord, for anyone else listening to this, Lord, I ask that you would release the new mantles from heaven to fall down on them, that they would look up seeking you and see the mantles coming down, that they would grab it and wrap it around themselves, that they would have a double portion because the seasons are darker and we need that double portion, Lord, to face what must be faced. I ask, Lord, that you would release that right now. Release it over the nations. Release it over the prophets. Release it over the apostles, Lord. Release that double portion, Lord. In Jesus' name.